You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, we are back. This is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Bashera. We have a friend on today, Mr. Keith Collins. What's happening, guys? Keith has to defend his movie that he picked today because look, just talk about what you want, what, what movie we're talking about, and why we're talking about the one. That well, he- when we when we discussed, and I don't think you guys were having me on. This is a awesome experience, first podcast. But uh, we talked breaking about breaking this cherry, Go- <laughs> <laughs> cherry, Ghostbusters two. Yes. Yeah. So you guys, this podcast is based on '80s movies. Yes. That Alex has not seen. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> Peter it. Peter and I being in our 30s, we know about them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I loved, I, and and so I guess I think my my reasoning for Ghostbusters two was that I was born in '83, and I think Ghostbusters one was '82 or '84. '84. I think it was '84. '85. So when I turned five or six is when Ghostbusters two came out. So that was 1989, I think. And yes. I, I think I saw Ghostbusters 2, but I knew what Ghostbusters 1 was, or I'd seen it as a kid or as a baby, but I Ghostbusters 2 is where I really got to like understand Did you what was see going it on. in theaters, Ghostbusters 2? Were you that, were you, you were I think, six? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. No, I don't think I did. Because I'm, I've but told, I can see, I you know, older brothers. Yeah. Brother, it's interesting. Ghostbusters, I, I hadn't seen it before either. Either of them, obviously, and, I, know, I know, and obviously, I know. <laughs> I knew without knowing how it, it's not as egregious as the last episode. I uh, last episode we did was Back to the Future, and I hadn't seen Back to the Future. <laughs> if we had video around, you could see the look on Keith's face. What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Incredulousness yeah. on Keith's face. Yeah, yeah, it's very scary. Um, <laughs> He's an intimidating dude. I, the space time continuum, dude. Like Doc, I'm like, look at you. Well, like, yeah, Doc blew me what away. What is wrong I with mean, you, Christopher Lloyd? What a performance. Seriously, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to talk about that. Too much, I know. I know. Yeah, oh my god, he nailed it. Anyway, um, I was gonna say because Ghostbusters, I kind of um, I didn't really know. I knew like a little bit about it, but I didn't know what to expect in terms of what what's the tone of this movie. Is it like adult? Is it for kids? Is yeah. it? And and so I, what's interesting is I think that after watching it, after watching both uh, one and two, I think that a six year old could enjoy it. And then also there's some like Bill Murray sleazy. Oh, I want to yeah. sleep oh, with yeah. you, adult st- oh, yeah. stuff that's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like it could be for kids. It's kind of an all ages movie, which yeah. I didn't really expect. Who is the director? Rob Reiner, Ivan Reitman, Ivan did Reitman. Bo- they both of them, Ivan Reitman. Okay. So yeah, so we when we had this conversation and Keith's like, oh, I want to do Ghostbusters two. I was like, oh, you mean one? Was that a typo? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, it's two. And I was like, oh, that's that's weird because Ghostbusters is one of the greatest movies ever made. And then there's part two. Well, and I, I said that to, and to Alex, because so, you know, we normally, this is the first time I, that we're technically doing two films. Okay. And Alex is like, why are we doing two movies? And I said, well, the reason we're doing two of them is because Ghostbusters is one of the greatest movies ever. And part two, for some reason, is a movie that Keith likes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, but it's, so it, a thing that's come up on the podcast a few times is seeing a sequel first. And the time right. when you see the movie, right. one of the, I mean, one of the main themes of this podcast is is seeing these movies when we're kids and how they stick with us exactly. all the, all these years. Yes. So I'm <clears throat> about four or five years older than you. Yeah. I did see the first one first. I remember the second one coming out. Right. And it, actually, interestingly, doing a little bit of research, um, so the they had a there was a Ghostbusters cartoon. Which yeah, I, which I, rem- I watched. I remember that. Yeah. The cartoon Slimer. was such a huge hit. Yep. That the second one came out. With the cartoon being oh, a huge hit. Oh wait, so the cartoon was after the first movie. Yes, Got correct. It. So the Got movie it. came out. The movie, the first Ghostbusters, was a monumental hit. I think it might have been the top grossing film of that year. It, of that it year. was. It, I'll tell you right now. It wrote. Wow. Whoa. The yeah. Profit margin here. Okay, so it was made for thirty million dollars. Sure. Which is so cheap. Thinking about that. But in nineteen eighty four, that was a lot of money. Uh, sure, so, sure. But still, in movie standards, they were making yeah, for, movies for, for special more. effects. New York, sure. all these big two, actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it grossed two hundred and. Ninety-five point two million dollars at that time. It's amazing. Unheard. That's of. unreal. Yeah. So it's such a huge hit that 
Bill Murray like retires from the movie business. Really? And he goes, oh, this yeah, is so, a thing that happened. So we got to unpack. There's so much to unpack here. Okay. Like yeah. Bill Murray is my hero. So Bill Murray. Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Um, see that clip. Bill Murray goes to Paris and like en- enrolls in classes in the Sorbonne and just like studies philosophy and watches movies in old movie theaters in Paris yeah. for five years. They lure him back. He made so much money off of Ghostbusters that he could do this. They lured him back to America to make Ghostbusters 2. And at that time, the, the, the cartoon was such a hit that they're like, all right, we have to capitalize off this. Right. And so they made the, the second movie kind of to Based. line up with the cartoon, yeah. which is why Slimer now is a, is a good character instead of being an evil ghost, which he is in the first one. Right. They even changed like, the look of um, Annie Potts, the secretary. Which I can't think of her name right now. Annie was Potts. she the same actress? It's the same actress, they but, changed, but they yeah. changed her, her yeah. look based on the look in the cartoon. <laughs> yes, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of hot though. Oh, she she's was, amazing. She but hot, like, but yeah. like with that voice. I don't so know another what it thing. Is. So I like it. That's New York, one thing that's great yeah. about these movies is like I've, I've been thinking a lot about like comedy and timing, and I don't just mean like the delivery of timing, but like the actual t- timing for things to work out. Yeah. So you're talking about like mid '80s. You're talking about one of the great periods in American comedy. You have Bill sure. Murray, Dan Aykroyd, who's on SNL, who who wrote this movie. It was his idea. Yeah. Harold Ramis, one of the Harold greatest Ramis, comedy yeah. writers of all time. He was. Yeah. Co-wrote this movie and started Rest this movie. Peace, man. Ivan Reitman, one of the great comedy directors. Yeah. I mean, you have bit parts by Annie Potts, who's a great comedian. You have Rick Moranis. Yeah. Basically, yeah. If you, basically, yeah. if you had like John Candy. And a ghost oh. based on Rodney Dangerfield, like this would be like it would be the, like comedy royalty. John Candy yeah, right. would have been great in this film. Yeah, and he was yeah. in that kind of in that world, sure. friends yeah. with these guys at the time. I wish, he, I wish he had had a scene. So um, Ivan Reitman, like his three stu- first studio movies are Meatballs, Stripes, and Ghostbusters. Hell yeah! All like basically the first three Bill Murray movies. Right, so. right, right, right. And so the fact that these guys all found each other at this time and worked together and made these movies is it's unbelievable. And you know the first one for me, I mean, watch like you said, I saw the second one first, and then I got to go. Well, I got I got around there. I guess I I'd, I'd seen clips of the first one. And then I, when you actually watch the first one, you're like, yeah, this is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. It's a dope movie. My thing was, so I'm from Delaware originally, and my parents are New Yorkers. And my grandma used to live in New York. And so I had memories of being like four or five, six years old and coming to New York. And I had this emphatic, like, love of movies based in New York. Yeah. So... Like, even when I moved here and when I watched Ghostbusters, you're like, oh, that's the, you know, the firehouses on Canal Street. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're right. riding around parts of town. And you just, I loved the idea of New York. And then, but then you throw in, like, the, yeah, the Ghostbusters and the comedy part of it. Like, it was, it was awesome. I love hearing you say this because to me, Ghostbusters is my favorite New York movie. I was just going to say, much like how um, Ferris Bueller highlights a lot of Chicago, the Chicago yeah, area. Probably more so in Ferris Bueller. But I didn't expect Ghostbusters because, you know, going into it, I didn't even know it was like a New York. City oh, movie. it's such a New York movie. And there's movie. so New many York shots that, that almost linger on like yeah, some of the yeah, architecture. Yeah, yeah. And I love seeing that shit from the 80s because some of the stuff I remember. It was old New York, man. Well, because I'm from New York and mm. my dad was like an NYPD cop and I was born in the Bronx. So I remember nice. the way it looked in the 90s even though I was a little kid. Sure. And it looks a lot different now it in does. certain neighborhoods. Yeah. So in this movie, you could see a lot of that actually. Yeah. The library, the, there was a few other shots. And not only were, like the New York scenery, but like the attitude is very New York. Yes, yes. It's yes, about yes. how hard it is to live in New York. And but it's also like there's a lot of like fussy rich people. Yeah. But there's also a lot of just like crazies and Jews. It just, it's everything. Yeah, there is a lot of Jews. And this movie, Rick, Rick Moranis. Well, he has to be a Jewish. This He's movie a Jewish a, accountant, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this movie oh has. A, he is. I'm sorry. Amazing. Though. No, but also in that. It, okay, he are does you, do a good job. Star, was it? You're the let, gatekeeper. Let me yeah. let me just say something. If anyone, okay, so Rick Moranis is Jewish, right? Um, sure. I don't know if he is. If he's not Jewish, look that's the, me, I'm going to look it up. That's the equivalent of like ooga booga blackface for Jews <laughs> in this. Crying. Well, I mean, come on. The guy's like, uh, actually, I got money. And it's like, yeah. Jesus, He's dude. like, you want to do your taxes? Hi. Yeah. He's like, and he's just like a loser. Yeah. It's just like really a negative <laughs> stereotype. We got some great stuff in there. We play a little part cheesy. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm I not I'm not Jewish. But if I was watching that movie, I'd be like, hey, we're not that. And Sigourney Weaver's like the... Uh, she play like the cello and like she's like this so upper west side kind of like um so bill murray is my comedy hero 
Uh, He's Canadian. Sigourney Weaver not, not is Murray. my first Rick love Rick. and my always love. Dude, alien. She's man. my number oh, yeah. one chick she's, of all she's time. She's badass. Yeah. She does have the. There's a, she has a slightly uh, masculine mandible. Mannish. Yeah, you know, the, chi- the you know chin what? area is a little mannish. You know yes. what? But I don't care. Fuck it, dude. She's I would do it all. Statuesque, oh, yeah. beautiful. Yet yeah. between this, the two Alien movies, uh-huh. and there's a movie called The Year of Living Dangerously no, with her know. and Mel Gibson. Wow. And it's like around this time. It's like 82, 83. Yeah. It's so hot. Like the movie is like so sexy. She was a leading like, lady. She man. is. Oh, she, yeah, love her. Love her so much. Um, yeah, he's Canadian. I don't know if he's Jewish. R- or yeah, anything. Rick Moranis is Canadian. He could be a Canadian Jew, but there do aren't have, many do have of Jews those. In Canada? Not many in Montreal. They do. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess so. Toronto's got all kinds of people, but. I don't think Moranis is Jewish, man. That oh. last name. Born, born in Toronto to a Jewish family. Yeah. Okay. All, right. All, okay. that's, all, all right. that's all. All right. All it's yeah. fine Rick that he Moranis. did it. He basically was. You're allowed to. You Shabbat know. Shalom. Yeah. This movie also, like, as far as Mazel. comedy Mazel. proportions too. Like, this movie's got a couple of Jews, a couple of regular, like, middle class white guys, yeah. a black guy. It's like it's a perfect proportion. And then you get the black guy. Yeah. yeah. I, what was what's his name? His name? He. Oh my god. <laughs> And that's coming from a black Ernie man. Hudson. So that's Ernie Hudson. Ernie? But he was his character was what? It was, it was uh, Winston Zedmore. Winston. Winston. Yeah. Right. So oh we, my God, that was it. Had to have been the train of 19, remember the scene with the dude. This is part two. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. So we we did we need we need to kind of like there's so much to talk about that we kind of are we assuming is this one of those episodes uh, where we assume everyone's fucking seen this movie? You should have seen it. Yeah. You should have seen. If you yeah. haven't seen Ghostbusters, one I, and or two, I, I honestly loser. hate when we do like plot. Like, yeah, it's so boring. Yeah, sometimes we have to walk through the plot. I, just, I mean, look, I'll, I and I, I mean, defend my reasons for number two. Okay, yeah, let's it get was, into that. It was the it was the fact that like I was old enough to recognize. Yep. like I'd been to New York. Yep. I, I loved the New York scenery. Sure. Um, this and then I remember my older siblings just us laughing our asses off. I actually have a clip on my phone that I it was on TV and it's the scene where Bill Murray and I sent it to you, Pete. Yeah. Uh, where he's talking about he's he's now been like defunct to like being a uh what was he he's being like a tv show okay. uh, host and it's like the weird weird findings of the world and he has to talk to the two people that are talking yeah. about the end of the world and the one guy i can't remember that actor's name but he's like the world is gonna end on december 23rd of this year and he's like you just have a book out like don't you want to you got to play the clip he's like oh, yeah i gotta get this he's like book. you don't even have paperback sales yet or like your movie deal he's like i just have an intuition the world's gonna end december 31st of this year then he goes to the chick and she's like he's like lorraine uh what and i she's a comedian too um we gotta look up who those actors are but she's like uh she's Wait, like my source i got my source my date from an alien and the scene she goes uh it's like I told my husband. I was in, I was in the Paramus Holiday Inn at the bar alone, and this alien approached me, and he started talking to me. <laughs> Is this on YouTube? Yeah, I'm going to send it to you right now. It's, oh, I can just get world, it from YouTube. World of the Psychic. World Is that what I search? Yeah. World of the Psychic. And she's like, and he must have used some kind of ray gun or like mind control device because he took me to his room. I got to be honest with you, Keith. I'm lost. All right, you know, it's I'm, the beginning of part two. Lost. It's the beginning okay. of part two. Yeah. All right, all right. So they're basically the. It's so, the three minute clip. Ghost yeah. World of the Psychic. Yeah. So okay. the, a yes. quick like Give summing up. Play it. So yep. the first one, you know, they're 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 uh, Columbia. Uh, scientists. Yes, they go off. They get fired from Columbia. Researching. So they, they start a company. It's the Ghostbusters. It turns out everyone thinks they're crazy. That it's a joke. And then it turns out there's actual ghosts in right, New York that right. they have to fight. At the end, they they fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, which is one of the most iconic. Because the, the whatever the, the gatekeeper, whoever the demon was, it like centered in on your fears. On your yeah. Fears. So basically, uh, so Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis end up getting possessed. Yes, by this demon, and then they become part of this plot. You know, this supernatural plot to end the world. Right. Um, it's go, go, Gozar. Gozar, is, is yeah. This, he looks the, like looks like Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in like eighties Leotard. He really does. Yeah, he's like is a it like hot, he or a she? Well, I like thought a, it was it's a, a she. she. Yeah, it's a she, but she's like hot. She's got like a hot body. But are you, she's, are you playing the clip? I'm going to play the clip. So right the plot now. of the second one is that five years later, the Ghostbusters have disbanded, and they're all like, you know, some of them they're doing birthday, birthday parties, parties for kids. Yep. And and Bill Murray's character, Peter Venkman, who's ever the hustler, has basically hustled his way into a TV show, right. for psychics yeah. and like paranormal. All right, so, uh, so we'll play, play this, this clip. We'll play this um, pretty much straight yeah. through. Yeah. This GI. Father encouraged him. Hi, welcome back to World of the Psychic. I'm Peter Vink. I'm chatting with my guest, author, lecturer, and psychic, 
Milton Angland. Milt, your new book is called The End of the World. Now, can you tell us when it's going to be, or do we have to buy the book? <laughs> well, I predict that the world will end at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. This year? Mm-hmm. Well, that's cutting it a little bit close, isn't it? I mean, just from a sales point of view, I mean, your book is just coming out. You're not going to see any paperback sales for at least a year. It'll be at least another year before you know whether you've got that miniseries or movie of the week kind of possibilities. I mean, just devil's advocate, Milty. I mean, shouldn't you have said, hey, the world's going to end wait, in 1992 or better hey, yet, this, 1994? This is not just some money-making scheme, all right? I have a strong psychic belief. I'm so full of shit. <laughs> this is so great. That the world will end on New Year's Eve. He really believes it. Well, for your sake, I hope you're right. <laughs> Throughout okay, this, but Bill I think Murray's my other guest may disagree with you. look at the camera like Elaine? from the office. Watch. Now you have another date in mind. According to my source, the end of the world will be on February 14th in the year 2016. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Bill Murray's the best. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that for now. No, no, no. Oh, play, play, okay. play, her, play her part. I received this information from an alien. As I told my husband, <laughs> his face is unbelievable. I was having a drink at the bar alone, <laughs> and this alien approached me. He started talking to me. He bought me a drink, and then. I think he must have used some kind of a ray or a mind control device because he forced me to follow him to his room. And that's where he, <laughs> yeah. he told Just given me about John the Krasinski end of the world. office looks at the camera. It's perfect. So you're So your alien had a room at the Holiday Inn. Gross. <laughs> it might have been a room on the spacecraft made up to look like a room at the Holiday Inn. She's I nailing it sure by the way this actress. Here. She's of course a comedian not. too. And that Great is monologue. the whole problem yeah. with aliens is you just can't trust them. That's good. Occasionally right, that's a... you meet a nice one, Starman, E.T., but usually they turn out to be some kind of big lizard. Right, we're gonna go to the end. Man. That's all the time we've got for this week on World of the Psychic. Next week, though, give me Ira. Hairless pets. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Until then, this is Peter Vinkman saying. <laughs> See you then. Like that's like that shit where like you hate your life. Like yeah. he, he's gotten to the point where he's just like, what the well, hell? So, but also talk here? about. I mean, hey, talk about. I'm feeling like hating my life right now. Talk about a naturally funny fucking guy. Bill Murray's timing is unbelievable. just unbelievable, and he's actually he makes a, me feel like a, a fraud. There's a thing on Netflix about him, like stories of Bill Murray. And he's like I, I haven't cool watched dude that. Where he's yet. like showing up and yeah. bartending. I've heard of that bar. shit. So I, I yeah. have an experience like I, that. Actually, that actually happened. No my one, friend, did I tell too. you my Bill Murray? No, 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 wait, one, yes, no one might have. No one will believe you. Things. So yeah. yeah so I'm like I'm a huge Bill Murray from way back, and I actually went to one of the last games at Shea. Okay. And it was wow. it was the Cubs versus uh, the Mets. I used, I used I was waiting tables at the time. This crazy lady that I work with, she was batshit crazy but she somehow became friends with the gm of the cubs wow. so she had an open invitation to any cubs game to get tickets yeah so she took me like me and four other guys we were sitting behind the players wives behind home plate like they were unfucking believable tickets wow. and then i noticed bill murray is there but bill murray doesn't have his, as good as seats as we do right That's i'm like how no fucking he's a cubs guy because he's a huge cubs guy it ended up being an awesome game and i didn't go up to him i was like you know what i'm not gonna bother bill murray i think he's with his son but like how amazing is it and i said to my buddy i was like dude bill murray's here and i was like what great thing just just to see him not a week goes by i'm in the restaurant and the hostess goes up what, to me, what restaurant this Tao? was bar american i was, oh, I was waiting tables in, in this in the this was years ago in and Manhattan? It's like 52nd Street Manhattan. Okay, yeah. Midtown Manhattan, yeah. And um, the hostess comes up to me and goes, did you see that Bill Murray's at the bar? And I'm like, what? She goes, no, really. I'm like, no, can't. And I see him and I like, I panic a little bit. And I go your heart, up to- Your heart flutters. You fanboy. I did. You fanboy no, well, really, out. Also, way, though, I would have too. And also, twice in like two weeks, yeah. you got to say, so say something. Right? I yeah, go yeah, up yeah. to him and I go, I go, listen, Bill, I don't want to bother you, but you know, I'm an actor, I'm a comedian, and you're one of my heroes. I just wanted to say hello. And I had heard that he's a little prickly. So I was a little concerned about how he was going to respond. Sure. And he goes, oh, thanks a lot, man. 
And he puts out his hand and goes, what's your name? And I swear to God, I go, uh. <laughs> uh you're like, uh. uh <laughs> Peter, Peter Garachi. And he shakes my hand. He goes, oh, it's really great to meet you. Thank you so much. Uh, and he goes back to his table, and I don't bother him. Like, that's all I wanted. Right. I, I, I don't want autographs. I don't want photos. Like, I'm not. I just, I just wanted to tell him. That's for you. That was for me. So what's this? So wait, so I'm getting yeah, to it. Yeah, so yeah. I go about my business. He has his dinner, whatever. I go back to work maybe the next day or the day after. Right. And the manager goes, he goes, your buddy played a prank on me. And I go, my buddy? buddy? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, Bill Murray. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, I, was cl- I, I went by the vestibule of the men's room and someone had thrown up. And Bill Murray came by and goes, oh, the guy is in there. He goes, you know what you do? He goes, get a tall glass of steaming hot water. Tell the guy to chug it. It'll clean out his system. Go, my manager goes, gets the water, goes in there. Sees two guys at the urinal, comes out. Bill Murray goes, no, 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 he, he's in there. The manager goes back in there, goes, guys, listen, you know, I don't want to bother you. I just, I need to know because I'm the manager. Is everything okay? Are you guys okay? And they look at him like, what the fuck? Like, we're literally pissing at the urinal. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? He goes, Bill Murray had me walking around with a glass of hot water for 10 minutes. <laughs> Never did I stop and think, why would you give a guy who just threw up <laughs> boiling hot water, water. anyway? Right, right. Bill Murray came up with that on the fly just to fuck with well, a stranger. It's That's a amazing. great bit. And it's also like, if, if I was famous, I would love to do yeah, shit like that. Of so that was before all those Bill Murray stories came out. Right, and then, right, so right, when, right, I started, right, right. when I started to hear that, I was like, yeah, that's exactly he, who he is. He's been going around doing that type of shit for his whole life. I'm pretty yeah. sure I walked by him on the street once, and he's actually tall. He's, he's a big guy. He's yeah, taller, he's, he's, he's a tall, taller he's, than me. I'm six foot. Wait, so. yeah, you know what's interesting? Um, I worked at a pizzeria called Posa Posa in Rockland County, New York. Rockland and, County. You're you know it? Up there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. where I like went to high school upstate. and grew up. Yeah. I suppose. Upstate. Right. upstate. We take offense to that. It's like 30 minutes away. No, no, no. I don't really. Westchester. It's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Rockland County. Right. Right. Well, uh, he came into my pizzeria, the story is, but I wasn't working yeah. that day. And uh, apparently he was doing, I don't remember what he did, but it wasn't just him as a celebrity walking and sitting down. He walked in and it was like something happened where like he did. a. It wasn't a, like a prank, but like. He ended he up like saying hi to the whole team, and everyone got pictures yeah. with him. And it's yeah. like, oh my god, I can't I'm, it I made it. me so happy. And actually, there's a coda to this story because then years later, I was working at another restaurant called Sfolia on the Upper East Side, and a bunch of my buddies from Bar American, we all went up there to work, and sure. that was a much different, like very small neighborhood place. And my friend Carmen, who was with me at the Cubs game, knows the Bill Murray story. We were talking with him and another friend, Mike Higby. And Mike Higby, who's a, a, a singer and a guitar player, nice. was kind of digging into me and says, he goes, you know, uh, he goes, I wouldn't do what Peter did. I wouldn't go up to Bill Murray and say anything. I said, listen, I'm not going to go up to random celebrities. I don't give a fuck about most celebrities. Most. But Bill Murray is Bill yeah. motherfucking yeah. Murray. Correct. I'm, I'm going to say hello to Bill Murray. Correct. And to this day, one of my great regrets is I saw James Gandolfini and I didn't say oh, hello to him. Ah, yeah. peace, so that, man. I have to live with that. Yeah. So, well, but and, yeah, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Whenever you're, uh, whenever you have that in front of you, like a celebrity or someone yeah. in your field, even that you just respect so much, right. and, yeah. and you don't, you, if you don't go up to them, it's it, it's fine. You were your your intentions are good. You're trying not to bother them, right? So you shouldn't regret it. Yeah. But if if you do go up to them, you got to do it tactfully. Yeah. And like That's you know the way I you just want to say hello. And your interaction with them was. Great. So I don't understand what you're. So here's what's funny about this story. He Mike goes. He goes. I wouldn't do that. He goes. If Roger Waters walked in here, I wouldn't say hello to him. Okay. I don't even know who Roger Waters uh, is. Pink Pink Floyd Floyd, uh, guitarist uh, and singer songwriter. Great. But he's kind of like that's his. So, but so this is he's a crazy guy. So this is what's funny. So a couple weeks later, Carmen texts me when I'm off, and he goes. Roger Waters is at the bar. Come on. And Higby refuses to go up and say hello to him. And I go, you tell that motherfucker right now that he better go say hello to Roger Waters. Right. Sir Roger Waters. Yeah, so it's like, what a funny, like, but that's, again, that's a New York thing. That's the kind of thing that happens in New York. Well, here's the difference between, so I got to travel recently for, uh, I was working for McCallum Scotch and quit bragging. I know, but I got to do eight eight cities in eight weeks. This episode is sponsored by McCallum, apparently. I'm all right with that. Shout out to McCallum. Yeah, that's, Scotland. Um, so, no, it was cool because I got to go out to L.A. And they put us up in the in Beverly Hills in this Airbnb. Wow. And I had friends mm. here down in like West Hollywood. And we were talking about the difference between L.A. and New York to where I was living or staying in this huge like house in Beverly Hills. And you're like, I get it now. Like, you're up in the hills. You're looking down on like West Hollywood and like just the, the regular people. And so <laughs> stars have these houses in, in Beverly Hills because they don't leave. Everyone comes to them, they party. Yeah. And like they don't right. they don't fuck they don't around get bothered. With going down. 
New York, you're in the mix with everybody. You yeah, gotta, you're here. Yeah. You're walking through the village. I've seen, you know, who have I seen? Like, I'm trying to think. Everyone. Dude. Everyone. Right? I've seen Gerard Butler Gerard four Butler. different times. Vanessa, so weird. I've run into Alex Vanessa Baldwin Williams. Beautiful. I saw oh, her Upper yeah. East Side. I, like, stopping beauty. I was like, holy shit. That's yeah, Vanessa yeah. Williams. Yeah. Um, you know, you see James Gandolfini before, you know, whoever. So. Also, in our business, too. Like you're gonna run, you're gonna run. People, it, uh, people yeah. are comedy fans. You'd be surprised if you do a set at Gotham or the right, or, or if you're lucky but, enough to do a set at the cellar. Like you'll get, you'll. Yeah, I've, gotten, audience, I've, got, you'll I've gotten to meet Chappelle above the cellar, right? Yeah, cool exactly. As, That's cool amazing, as hell, right? But yeah. you see these people walking down the street. You're not stopping them. You're no, not like hey, no. oh my god, it's you. Like you, you. We all because New York. Who does a big a good bit about this? You guys know Bronson Jones. Oh, yeah. I love Bronson. Bronson from. Uh, so I saw. I saw him <laughs> last me, night from yeah. Venice. Right? He, yeah, he's out in Venice. Yo, he's shout in, out Bronson. I'd shout love out to have Bronson. Him on the podcast. Yeah, you know, dude, he's yeah, a great he's guy. A shit. He's a shit. But he does a bit about how New Yorkers we all have somewhere to fucking be. Yeah. Like we all have somewhere to yeah. be. Yeah. So it's like I don't have the time to worry about who you are. Right. Like I, I have a good example of this, and you guys know uh, Christopher North. North. Christopher North. The guy oh, Chris from, from uh, Sex of the City. Sex of the City. Was his name? Is he, is Chris he Noth, brother yeah. of, Chris Noth. brother of Peter North, no, famous no, no. cum shooter? Noth, Noth with Noir. <laughs> Give me that laugh. He's laughing off my yeah. <laughs> You watch those cum shot dude, videos? Peter North, those, Peter North had the best Peter cum North shots I've ever seen. Ever. Hangs ropes, <laughs> dude. Ropes. <laughs> He's just wah, wah, he, I mean, it's wah, like a clinical like, issue. Like, He's a phenom. Like, and that's he how makes he me known. feel like I don't right, come like Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like Spider-Man, yeah. I had to make one cum joke. All over faces, dude. And he had a fucking pipe, too. Anyway, so this is Chris North. This is Chris <laughs> North. No, no, relation. Chris no relation. No connection at all. Actually, tiny loads. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking in Midtown like five, six years Disappointing ago. Disappointing loads. Yeah. And and he's walking. And Dribbles. I remember like walking. And I was like walking behind him. And he's a tall guy, too. He's like Mr. Big. He's a big fucking okay. dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was on a mission just like straight ahead. And like we get to the uh, right where Radio City Music Hall is. So 6th and like 47th or 49th or whatever. And this lady stops him. She's like, oh, my God. It's you. Hi. <laughs> like we love you me and my daughter and I can we get a picture and he, his face he was like frustrated he was like <sighs> okay and like he, he, you could tell it begrudgingly he didn't want to get yeah. this fucking picture I mean that would just He's make like, me let's do it right make me feel terrible right yeah. so then he goes he gets a picture with this, this lady and her daughter yeah. and then they're like he's like alright thank you thank you thank you and like he takes off again sure so I'm following him for another like block just because I'm like creeping out, and like, it's fucking yeah, and I'm hell like, oh, yeah, it's like you somebody famous. I was like, all right, I'll walk behind. You this absolutely, guy. Yeah. we get up yeah. to the next avenue, Fifth Avenue, and I walk up next to him. And I was like, does that happen a lot? And he like looks down at me. He's like, yeah. And I was like, you seem like you got somewhere you got to be. And he's like, well, I got dinner planned, so yeah, I got to go somewhere. And I was like, well, do what you got to do, man. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's he just, a cool moment. And he just took off, but yeah. for me, I was I felt cooler being like. That happened a lot because I saw the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Although like, you know, you, in your in your head, you're like, oh, I was kind of fanboying. I'm gonna out. say it. I'm gonna say it. All right, I'm gonna say. It. I'm gonna talk yeah. to him. Should I talk to him? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I talk gonna relate to him. To him. Whatever. Getting back no, to no, 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 but totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm I saying, get, those, getting, those moments. It's getting back it's to Ghostbusters. I get the attitude of of the original one, especially, and the second one too. Is that Ghostbusters? Yeah, of Ghostbusters. Is that like like. Like the the New Yorker attitude of like really I got to deal with a fucking ghost now. Right. Like that's the whole yeah, yeah, like the is comedy it. is based nobody, out of like what an inco- cared, what right. an inconvenience. I got a fucking demon in my house. Right. Like really, I I'm like, like I got a party. This is yeah. And I love and the like, mayor. The mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yep. Yep. No, dude. And like the fact that the bad guy is like the EPA official. Like they're that, worried that, about that how that they're storing. Right. 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 Well, right. that guy's William Atherton. So he was um, the journalist in Die Hard. Oh, oh wow. yeah! So he plays a, he plays a prick in every movie, and yeah, he's he's got that. He's face. the professor in um, Real Genius. You ever seen? Yeah, with, I love Real Kilmer. Genius. He's yeah, like with the laser. Yeah, so he's like the uh, the antagonist with uh, to Val Kilmer's character. Every, in that movie. Everybody wants to rule the world. So he plays a prick movie, in, yeah. in the same kind of prick in every movie, and he's a great prick in this movie. Yeah, and I I love that like in the attitude of Ghostbusters. Like I mean, because Bill Murray. So basically. Harold Ramis and and um, Dan, Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd are all in on fighting ghosts. Correct. Bill Murray is their friend, but he's more of a he's more of a shyster and a scam artist. Right. Like the way you meet him in the the, the first scene is him being a scam artist. It's yeah. like he so doesn't he, believe in he it. He doesn't believe in it. And even in the second one, when they get they're like getting interrogated, and the guy interrogating him is Brian Doyle Murray, who's Bill Murray's older brother, yes. another comedy great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And literally, they he's got his head down. They're trying to explain what they're doing with with. They're in jail, right? Yeah. In the second one, yeah. And they're explaining what's going—that there's slime under the under the ground and it's affecting understand. the city. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. and they ask Bill Murray what he thinks, and he goes, "These guys are a bunch of fucking maniacs." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He and, is Vigo. <laughs> but I, I love that the attitude that all the comedy in this movie comes out of like, really? We got to fucking deal with ghosts now? Right, or like, right. Even, and so Rick Moranis' character, his, he's so Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver live in a, in a high-rise building on Central Park West that happens to be sort of ground zero for like this, this monster from another dimension. Right. So they get, they get roped in, and that's part of the plot of the movie. But Rick Moranis, there's like literally a demon dog in his yes. apartment while he's having a party. Yes. And he hears the growl and goes, really? Somebody brought a dog to this party. There's no dogs allowed in this building. And it's like even... And he, he opens the door. To the even when he's running through Central Park <laughs> no! away from this monster, he makes a comment about like, you know, not, not allowing dogs in his building. It's like, oh, he says, oh, a, now I got I, I to gotta make a... Uh, what do you say? I got to knock on the building store. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. I got to yeah, go yeah. talk to I the gotta super or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like New Yorkers like annoyed. are... He's literally getting attacked It's like New Yorkers are too busy even to deal with the super... With an, with an evil alien, right? right it's right. hilarious. I love it. I love uh, it. And he hits the fucking window. He's like, "Help me!" Oh, People it's tavern, tavern on the tavern green. On the green. <laughs> tavern so, on the green. So, real quickly too, like Bill Murray. Like Bill Murray's lines are amazing. He's so funny. Everything he says. But I don't think he gets enough credit for physical comedy. And we were just talking about like the faces he makes. Oh yeah. To me, the the funniest moment in the movie is the first time Sigourney Weaver comes into Ghostbusters headquarters because she's. She has a disturbance in her kitchen, so she, yes. hi- she wants to hire the Ghostbusters. And Bill Murray pops up from behind like a filing cabinet and comes running, and he runs over the gate. And if you look really closely, his foot almost ca- – like he almost eats it. Like he almost catches the gate with his foot. I remember this To scene. me, that's like so fucking hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. That moment is like that gets lost he in almost- the shuffle. Like <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And then when he goes to see her outside of uh, Ed Lincoln Center, right, right, and she's right. with another dude, and he's that's all pissed. Right, yeah. And he just kind of spit twirls around because he's so in, in love with Sigourney like, Weaver. Oh God, yeah, like that to her. me is a comedy goal. Like, I, love- I uh, My – dude, I, like I said, going back to number two and uh, my argument, Scolari Brothers scene – yeah. Come on, dude! What scene is that? In the, when they're in the just type in Scalari. Is it brothers. the go, is it the ghosts? The, the two ghosts. The yeah. two ghosts. So, the, oh, in the, in the yeah, room. they have the slime yeah. and they 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 have a thing of slime and it reads off of energy, which is cool. The slime is, it reads off of like negative like, human, and it's all the negative energy on running running underneath the city. And like this guy Vigo is like this old whatever Vigo Carpathian, the destroyer, all that stuff. Yeah. And so they have some of this slime, and they're in court, and it's like they, either the Ghostbusters are getting sued, or they destroyed something, and they get they're like under arrest. But the judge and I got you got to look up who that actor is because he starts yelling, and he's like, I I would want to go back to the old times and burn you at the stake, and then he yells, and then these fucking ghosts come out of the, like out of the chair. And it's the Scolari brothers, and it's two ghosts, and it's a skinny one and a fat one. They and sneak it, in Italian bigotry in every yeah, fucking movie. It's true. They're like friends, and, of, yeah. friends of yours. He's like, Scolari brothers. They're like stereotypical Ch- Italian mobsters. Charged right? him for murder, gave yeah. him the chair. Yeah. And, and like, so then they had, like, the Ghostbusters end up fighting them and catching them in the yeah. courtroom. And uh, I don't yeah. know, they're like, we're back. Yeah. Like, I don't that know. part of Ghostbusters 2, to, that. Was good. I I enjoyed that. I didn't. The beginning scene. There's was not really great. a plot. I mean. I, no, no. Well, there is, but but well, the plot is the slime stuff and everything. But I think that w- that montage of when we're back, Ghostbusters. Yeah. That was my favorite part oh, of Ghostbusters yeah. too. It felt like Ghostbusters one. I have something. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So um, I I don't know if you guys watch Stranger Things, the Netflix eh, show. I haven't seen it. So yeah, I figured you guys are old and you don't watch the. the I new, can't figure which, out how the internet the works. New, so I- <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring it up again because it's stupid. Peter, and I'm sorry to the audience because uh, they always hear us. Peter has Netflix, but he doesn't have Netflix. Netflix. He he gets. I get the DVD the sent to my house. Shut up! I really right? still. That's how it started. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the last guy in New York. Isn't that fucking right. last guy on earth? Peter, I know we're around the same age. You got to stop. Yeah, right? no, there what? are people. There are people. You said you're the last person in New York. I don't they still bo- send you the DVD. You still yes. watch DVDs? Yes. Dude, the the people in fucking the Congo have Netflix streaming Congo. on their phones. Yeah, because they don't have access to the postal service. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. You don't know anything about the Congo. You, yeah, you know what's funny? You know what I just noticed? Because I'm, you know, I'm always mailing the red envelopes back to Netflix. Wow. It's actually not Netflix. It's DVD.com, a Netflix company. Yeah, because so now, they, they're, now. Not you even, know why? they're not even really because, Netflix You know why? Because Netflix was like, Fuck this whole they, thing. Well, yeah, they went away from We're that We're going to outsource this to an entirely different company. Yeah. To a Congolese this isn't us DVD company that's mailing who, my... Who still gets the DVD? Me. So, so, me. I love it. Either way, since so that makes sense that you don't know the good... We're going to get you the DVD box so, of the Stranger Str- Things. Stranger Things is a great... <laughs> 
new I show. I know of it. I've so seen it. So in season right. two, they did a um, uh, callback because it takes place in the 80s. Yeah. And um, the kids, uh, it's Halloween, I guess, and the kids are, you know, when you go to school, you can wear a costume. So they, the main characters decide to go as Ghostbusters. Yeah. So I think I remember this scene. I'm pulling this up. Cool. This is a great show. You guys should watch this. Stranger Things, man. Two, one. This was a cool callback to the... Dude, everybody had... Well, not everyone had those, but... Those little... Those costumes? You would have been right about... you. Peter would have been right about yeah. this age. I would have been 10 in Yeah, that's exactly what they yeah. are, basically. Well, they're a little older. They're like 12 or 13. Adorable, baby. They have a scene with some dialogue that makes sense here. It's coming up. His little sister's crushing him. She's the best. Oh my god, I love this costume. Okay, Alright, that's the last one. No, just one more. Come on, please. Can I go to school? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, say who you're gonna call. No! Great theme, isn't it? Yeah. It really is a great theme song. But hold on, this is this is pretty fine. What? Why are you Venkman? Because I'm Venkman. No, I'm Venkman. Why can't there just be two Venkmans? Because there's only one Venkman in real life. We planned this months ago. I'm Venkman, Dustin Stans, you're Egon, and you're Winston. I specifically didn't agree to Winston. Yes, you did. I don't think he did. He's the black kid. He's the black kid wants to be Venkman. Of course. What's wrong with Winston? What's wrong with Winston? He joined the team super late. He's not funny, and he's not even a scientist. Yeah, but he's so cool. If he's cool, then you'd be Winston. I can't. Why not? Because because you're not black? I didn't say that. You thought it. This is all true. Guys? So... That was pretty cool. I, so there's a, a couple of things. So I own Ghostbusters yeah. and Ghostbusters 2 on DVD. Nice. So I'm actually, and I, when I went back and thought about it, I was pissed that I got the package that was the two of them because I was like, what do I got to fucking own part two? It's like, it's like owning Godfather <laughs> 3. Like it just comes. It's really not that bad. It comes bad. with comes the with package. It isn't that bad at so, all. So I watched these shit. movies this morning, both of them, back to back. No, but the reason I brought that and up, that was. And I disagree with Peter's so, assessment. No, but wait, I want to. Okay. I'm, right. com- I'm coming. I actually want to apologize. Do you want a massage? No, this is what I want to say. I want to rub so, your back, though. Jesus. I. Have owned these movies for a long time. I've watched the first one hundred like, times. Yes. So the second one has just been sitting there. I'd seen it the one time. I'd never gone back to it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fucking. Now I gotta go back and watch part two. I own. I thank God I own the DVD already. Bobby, Brown. I don't have to get. So <laughs> and and this, I I had a slightly racist thought because when you said oh, no, so really when Keith said oh we got to do part two like that's my favorite movie I'm like. He just likes it because of the Bobby Brown song. Yeah. Like that's, that's on my, <laughs> that's that's on my spot. Thought. That's on my Spotify. That was dude. literally the first thought that popped into my head. Like, oh, he's picking a movie based on a fucking I Bobby guess Brown song. We're gonna have to take I had control. To, well, let's ask him. Is that part of it? Is I, that part of it? Yeah, yeah, it's part like of it, dude. <laughs> Love that song. Too I had hot the, to handle. Too cold. Oh, I had the single. I had the single on cassette. So you I went. I went back and I watched part two just now, and I was like, oh. I, I might I misremember this. It's actually better than I remember. It's a little the tone is a little weird. Yeah. Tonally it's a little off from the first one. But there's a lot of good stuff in it. It's more of the these guys that I love. It's more time with these characters that I love. And the one dude Janosh. And, and, and the bad guys are more interesting. the plot is actually it's kind of a rehash, but it actually done in better than the original. Yeah. So I, I actually am giving. Wait, did it, they pull the plot from a different movie? You think? No, it's no. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's uh, basically no, 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 like no. the Ghostbusters. It's a rehash of the whole Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, there's this right. evil thing that right. takes over. Now it's taking over Dana's baby instead yeah. of Dana herself. I didn't really like the baby part. It's like this, she had yeah, a baby in between, so, and well, it, it just made her less hot too. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's like wait. So they needed it's like a, the first movie. They I'm needed just a baby so that she got pregnant from another dude who we don't know. Right, not Peter. And Peter's still in love with her. Yeah, like who's the dude? They never really introduced. And time. Wise, it's been five, six years since the original. Right. So she technically so, could have had a baby. She could have had a baby. Yeah. But so I, I actually have to apologize because I, your, oh, wow. your taste in movies is not this as whack rare. as I Tell thought me, it was. Because rare. the second one is is pretty good. Well, what did I want to do before I texted you? I think I said Predator. No, yeah, well, that was Predator's our first done. episode uh, ever. Predator, no, Predator's classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have um, Predator was the first. What one. else did I say? I, I don't remember. remember. But I'm, I'm actually glad that I now went back and watched 
part two, and you now it'll be to. in my rotation. And it's yeah. a New Yorker thing, man. It is a it's, good. Uh, yeah. You're like, wow, this is a is a is a really part of like New York and like history, and it makes me think about my childhood and like mm-hmm. everything. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. yeah, and that, and and Winston Zedmore, played by Ernie Hudson, Hudson doesn't get enough credit. That role was originally supposed to be for Eddie Murphy. Really, and really? then Eddie Murphy, I believe he couldn't he do it because of Beverly Hills Cop. I believe, uh, maybe. which I, I just rewatched recently. Beverly Hills Cop is unfucking. Have you so done that yet on this? No, you waiting that with somebody. Waiting to do it. That I've seen. Can't wait to do that movie. Yeah. Can't and, wait to do any Eddie Murphy. And so movie. I'm on like I'm on the whole Beverly Hills Cop three. <laughs> oh, so that we really? were. Ta- I was talking with some. Not black that dudes. that's the best one. But I don't Beverly, think I've seen Beverly three. Hills Cop is the original. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. It's I've legit. Seen. I was talking with some black Beverly dudes Hills about three. Beverly Hills Cop, and they kept saying three. And yeah. I'm like, is this just a black? World is this just a black thing? You guys picked the worst of of the movies to, to the like. Worst. I mean, it was like the I think that was like 92 or 93, but The yeah. first one is unfucking Eddie Murphy is like at the height of his powers. He was like, a man. And then you got to do Coming to America. Yeah. Coming yeah. to America is so good. Get oh somebody else who's black. Trading places. To yeah, we Tra- need to yeah. Trading places. I don't want to have a white oh, guy talking I about done that. Trading places cuz I would find it. I'm a Listen, finance you guy. You picked fucking you picked well, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters too. I'm fine with that. No, you'll, we'll I, definitely have I, you back on. And I do. love it, but coming to, like, to America, but tra- yeah, or coming trading to places. America or trading places. My brother and I, we watch trading places every Christmas. Yeah. Shout, out, I, shout out to my brother if he listens what's to this. His name? I still get his name's Chris. So Chris, okay. shout out Chris. I still Collins. get excited when I see Jamie. Jamie. Uh, what, what, Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, no, tits, unbelievable. Uh, she was amazing. I only think of yogurt. Also, shits also, man, I think also, of Jamie Lee also Manish face. But just, yes, but just well, there was all these rumors that she's a hermaphrodite. Did you oh, hear those? Really? Yeah, I heard that get, that she came out. Fuck as, you, whoever said that. Yeah, you know them. what's very strange is she's still hot. Every like decade, there's one rumor of a hermaphrodite. When, uh, yeah. for me growing up, it was Sierra. 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 Oh, I didn't, and, and oh, I didn't even hear that. Dude, one. I remember Sierra. being so conflicted with that because it hit she me at a crossroads in my time. Okay, so I was maybe twelve or thirteen when that first Sierra track came my out. My goodies, not yeah, my, my goodies. goodies, and her her fucking music video was. So that was my first spank bank. Basically, was oh, like Jesus. was like hip hop music videos. <laughs> Petey Pablo, Freakily, yeah, Freakily. There's a bunch of yeah. So 2004, I, yeah, something wow. like that. I, I was 12. Yeah, so that's that's right around there. Wow. And so um, they fucking that those rumors come out that yeah. Sierra's a hermaphrodite, and I remember genuinely having the thought. Oh, am I gay because I've jerked to Sierra like a ton of times? I do. It, it, to me, it's like obviously she's not, or if she is, whatever, she is a woman now. Technically, I mean, they have no, both, though, man. Technically, they're they, both. So I, they're I don't really. know if I believe the rumor. I think just someone says that. Not really shit. gay. Yeah, I never even okay. heard this. Well, you know, I got over yeah, it. Now I'm Sierra was a hermaphrodite. Turns out I, I I am gay, but no, no, I'm not. I, I, listen, <laughs> but at the time, I, when you're like 12 or 13, that's the most homophobic. Live, ever live be, your I truth, think. man. Live your if truth. Have, if fun. having the hots for Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Lee Curtis is wrong, I don't want to be right. Those are my Amen, two bro. girls. Right. Amen, Those are my dude. two 80s girls. And like Trading Places, forget about it. She was hot. She's so funny. She's, she's great in that movie. She's great in it. And, and great um, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. What about your girl who I always hate the way you pronounce her name? Oh, Brigitte Nielsen. It's Brigitte. Bri- Bri- it's Brigitte, dude. I this isn't that I will, It's Bridget that Nielsen. This is a hill I will die on. She married fucking Stallone. Not Stallone. Oh, oh after Flavor Flavor. No, what? She didn't marry. I think either they, they had were, a reality they together. show. They oh together. come on! You don't know about this. This was like ten years ago. They had a reality. Wait, are you talking about Flavor, Flavor of Love? Yeah, Flavor of Love. That's that's Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Wait, which one's Bridget Nielsen? The giant blonde, like icy blonde. Wasn't he? Wait, wasn't he having yeah, he a game playing. show where they weren't celebrities that were on? They, they were, were both hosts? on a reality show Flavor and they of fell love, in love Flavor with Flavor of other. Love was like a reality show, but he had already been with her and then he, they were looking for like a third. Okay, so he didn't meet her on the reality show because I remember no, that reality were, show. Was, he met her on a so, different reality so show. That's a fantastic, ridiculous reality show because it's just Flavor Flav. It on VH1. Dude. And then it's just... Shout out to VH1 with like these dude, classic... He gives, them, he gives them nicknames that are just so like degrading. Oh, yeah. They're just a bunch of like street hoes. I'm a name, like, I'm a name you bottoms yeah like, but oh it's my God. dude so i i so i uh respect some serious play. tangents from ghostbusters one and well two. i no, just fine well you know they may have met on celebrity rehab they were definitely I think that's what it was they did a bunch that of like, reality sense. shows together so bridget nils wow yeah she was so hot brigitte, brigitte. <laughs> it's definitely brigitte. It. i will die on that hill it's brigitte, brigitte yeah, um, i'm gonna kill you so another thing i was well, about, uh i would have banged her from rocky four let's be oh, real yeah, yes did you see creed 2 no, she's in Creed that. too. Really? So it, it's funny because I was thinking about Creed too. So Ghostbusters, it, it became such a phenomenon. So you had the Ghostbusters movie, huge hit. You have the cartoon. You have the sequel. Yes. You have they're talking about remakes again, and it's funny to me. Another thing that's well, interesting. They did the female. Are we going to talk about pan, that? Everyone. Pan. Well, so another thing that's interesting about these um, 
this time period of movies is that it's we're still kind of living in the after effects of it. There just was a Rocky movie. They're about to make another Ghostbusters remake. 80s these nostalgia movies, is real. Man. These movies have legs that thirty years later. Maybe it's because people they remake not, everything. Maybe it's like maybe it's because people our age, not us, people who are successful, have power <laughs> in the culture. Yeah, yeah. and they're in their using their power to make nostalgic stuff. At least stuff. The, the Gen Xers, the, the small group but that of was Gen almost, Xers, but, yeah. but it was almost, Peter, you're right, in terms of a time period like the 80s, it was like true... It was like true creativity. Because yeah. everything feels like now no. it's it's remakes of stuff. You, and there's not real creativity you have, in some It's not even... like I, I do think that like like talent and I, I think there's times and phases and eras for stuff. So the the amount of talent, say... Is not going to be the same. Is not a constant. Right. So you just right. have in the eighties. You have Eddie Murphy. You have Bill Murray. You have Harold Ramis. You have all these. You have John Candy. You have all these people. Just happen to be. You know, it's the way you had Prince and Michael Jackson at the same Correct. time. Correct. It's just it's an anomaly. And then you now we have Justin Timberlake and uh, what's the little Filipino dude's name? Bruno oh, Mars. Yeah. Right. So they're like he's they Philip. Are, he is not Filipino. He is Filipino. He is Filipino. What? Yeah. yeah. You He's got to be something else. He's like Filipino, Puerto Rican, and like something else. I, I get why you don't know like the Hawaiian. 1989 movies, but, but why you don't you get the Bruno Mars? <laughs> I know Bruno Mars. This He's is, not, this I'm is, looking this at is today's up. pop culture. He's dude. also hermaphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a callback, and that was awesome. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I, I just I love that this stuff that we're still like dealing with this. Yeah, stuff. It's still in the but culture. everything everything now is these days movies are just ripoffs of older of older movies. So I refuse to watch girl Ghostbusters, and not because it's girls. I saw part of okay, it. Okay, I got but it. It's it's and again, it's like I listen. Sigourney Weaver, she's one of the greatest action stars of all time. She was nominated for an Oscar for Aliens. Like I love like wow. Linda, Linda Hamilton in Terminator. Linda Amazing. Hamilton, yep. If you're gonna have women doing this stuff. Come up with an original idea. Right. Don't just take a thing that was already a thing and like right. just we're gonna just plug in some women to it because yeah. now we're woke. It's like yeah. it's so it's it's an insulting idea. It was is that and I don't and I looked I yeah, watched five minutes of it. Job they're fun they're funny in it. But, yeah, yeah, I don't even I just can't I just, I'd rather see something new and and different. But if if you're gonna go back to this, I'd rather do it's, it. It's not the people playing the performances that I agree with. It was the it was the it, idea. It's the idea, if and that's what idea. you're saying. If you're gonna go back to like, I love it's the idea. I love the Creed movies because it's like that's it's different. The next some, people, that, some people paying those too, but it's also yeah, a but great that, idea. But that's a completely different. It's something. Yeah. It's it's an homage. It's yeah. saying we love this stuff. It, we isn't grew he up in a this son stuff. from like a different woman? I haven't even seen. Creed Yeah, it's weird too how they did that. I haven't seen them. It's like it's a it's like he's an illegitimate kid that he didn't know about. Just a quick Bruno update. <laughs> um, he's he's got an interesting background. He's twenty five percent Puerto Rican, twenty five percent Ashkenazi Jew. I did not know that. So that's okay, and that so he's essentially fifty percent Filipino. He's a quarter Latino, a quarter Jewish, and half Asian. What a mix! I man. thought mix? I thought Filipino is when you mix all those things together. Anyway. No, when you when you mix all those things <laughs> yes. together, you're Hawaiian for sure. Oh, okay. Hawaiian. And then he grew up in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, really? There yes. you go. Okay. There aren't they? Aren't aren't Filipinos just Spanish Asians anyway? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's really not nice. I, I, there's some Filipinos that I really Tagalog. love. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just what's his name? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan DeCalos. No, oh my yeah, God. I know Ryan. But uh, the Godfather, my, my dad, my daddy, my dad's, my dad's shout out to him. my dad's doctor, Doctor Oscar Verzosa. Doctor, he goes, Peter, what are you? What the fuck are you doing with your life? This is bullshit. Are you a fucking comedian now? Ryan DeCalos is like, I think in his forties. Looks like he's twenty six years old. He's twenty five years old. He may have gone out for the first Ghostbusters. Alcohol like no other. Sold, and, sold a soul of the devil for those looks. Right? I, I, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That's funny. That's the plot. Plot <laughs> of Doctor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Cho? Is it no? Not Ryan Cho. Who's um Ryan Shutt? Harry Henry Cho. What's the actor? He's bald. And he's like David. Oh, David. David Cho. David. David Cho. Who am I? No, thinking? no, that's Joe, an artist. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. <laughs> Joe Coy. Joe Coy. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's not an actor. You mean he's the stand up comedian, Joe Coy? Yeah. But he's always talking about his mom. When you said bald and Filipino, I immediately went to Joe Coy. And he's always like, his he's got to be half like, white. David, David, David. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's half white too, though, right? He's half white. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be a doctor? <laughs> doctor? Doctor? <laughs> They're all doctor. Filipino. All right. So what do we got going on? I think, I think, well, let's, I want to, I want to see, yeah, what do you got going on in, in the comedy world? Or anything. In life. We were talking about this before, you know, before we came on. You know, I've, I started doing stand up four years ago. 
I've, I've started worked in, in New York. In New York, yeah, at uh, at uh, Eastville Comedy Club, which is now defunct. Was that your first? That set? was my first set. First, uh, my, we first time on stage. About, we talked about this. I got hammered before because yeah. it was like oh, yeah. I'm going to do something Same. that scares me. Yep. And uh, I'd worked in I've worked in banks for 12 years. I have to out of school, and a I have a ma- I have my master's degree. And my really my, sh- my shtick is like I'm this black guy who's you know, I'm, I'm white on paper. Like if you hear my <laughs> if you hear my voice and people are like oh yeah this guy doesn't sound black at all. You have a but, great you radio voice. Thank you, you know very what much, and, but, to, and to be honest i i was <laughs> i had this thought if we're gonna be honest about thoughts i think you <laughs> I, I had a thought as, we, I, as we started uh recording i i was like they're not gonna know he's black we gotta kind of mention how he's black because <laughs> your voice we're is all, very white it's and funny that we're having this sound this, very that's it's fucked up to even say that but it's no yeah, it's, you know people are like it, oh you sound so articulate or you sound like you're you know well what? you're well spoken you don't even that. actually sound particularly white you just don't sure. sound like a stereotype i like, don't sound like the stereotype that's in everyone's mind right, right exactly and i can't even be hood if i try i think you're the only guy i, I know from delaware so i assume you just sound like you're from delaware i sound like i'm delaware delaware's like hey hey bud like oh hey all right Philly, Philly. Oh What's yeah, up, I love, it's my oh, it's my favorite accent. So, What's going on, man? De, the way I get into it is, I say Dewalt Power Tool. So <laughs> Dewalt, so, you know, my, so my friend was like, "Give me some Dewalt Power Tools," and I was like, "All right, dude." <laughs> That's yeah. it, dude. That's and fucking I, Philly. I talk about it. You yeah. go, I go home and people are like, yo, Keith, what's up, bud? You doing all right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you doing good? Oh, you, yeah. up, you up there up there in New York? Like, up there. Up, up, up where? <laughs> up there. Up there. Up there. What's, what's going on in New York, man? Yeah, we got to come up and see oh, you. Cool. We're going to come up and see you. And cool. I'm like, yeah, come up and visit. And they never do. And I'll hit them up. I thought you were going to come up this weekend. Oh, dude, got caught up in Philly. Was I was watching out. the Eggles. And I was it watching was the like, bird, we were watching Birds game. We got all fucked up at Xfinity Live. And like, sorry, dude, it's just a long drive. And like it's real expensive up there, and you're like, Dude. oh yeah, they want to tell you why they don't like New York. Everybody, I love Dude. that's my favorite part about going back to Jersey is people telling me how hard New York City is to live in. I'm like, don't don't even come, don't even visit. Right. I tell people, it's don't not even, for it's not for the faint of heart. I'm like, you're making it harder for me. It's like I gotta I gotta ride my bike through you walking. My <laughs> my mom told me when I decided to move to New York or moved up here in 2009, and she told me two words: good luck. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. See, my mom is like, because my, my mom, this is my mom, she's like, oh, I would love to have an apartment in New York City. I'd oh. love to live in New York City. Oh, yeah. But then she's like, Peter, we're coming to the city. How do, so the Penn Station, how, like, I have to explain it every time. That's like my nonna. Still, so the Penn still. Station. What, what, I, what is So what do I do? So oh, if I got it, so wow, I'm going mom. to 40th Street, and then we got to go to 10th Street. How, I'm like, Mom, how it's numbered. I, it's like, the it's, subway. It's literally numbered. 30 blocks south, Mom. Yeah, yeah, figure it out. Well, my mom grew up in Queens, and then when she came to visit, I live in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn, and it was funny because gentrification is real. And I'm part yes. of the gentrifier because I'm, I'm what you call a buppy, right? Black urban professional. So nice. Whoa, I never heard of that. That's a term, yeah. Buppy? A buppy. Yeah. Is that is that offensive? Yuppies? No, I mean it's, oh, uh, it's based off yuppies. Yuppie, but a buppy is like black and professional. So it's oh, people, who, it's, it's African Americans who have the money to now buy their own places and have their own apartments, etc. But you got white people coming through Bed Stuy, like you oh, wouldn't believe. Yeah. So my mom came to visit like three years ago, yeah. and she picks me up, and we're driving, and we stop at a stop sign. And a white guy pushes a baby carriage across. And my mom's like, what the hell is this? Oh, man. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, there's white they dudes like white with people babies here, here now? <laughs> and she's like, I used to see a guy over on Macon. Oh, man, that was a hood house. And I'm like, okay, mom, there's white people here. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. She's like, we were here first. I'm like, okay. So I, I, the, the gentrification thing is interesting to me because I, like, I grew up in a, in a neighborhood in Jersey that was like, it was all Sicilians. What town? In Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Right next to Newark yeah, Airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was like, the Sicilians left. They went to the suburbs. And now it's, you know. It's, white flight, they call it. It's but it's not. But it's not that. It's like now it's Uruguayans, Brazilian. It's whatever's the new. Whatever's ethnicity. the new ethnicity. So I think sure. neighborhoods change. Like they do. I think it's they interesting do. to know what was there, but yeah. they also understand that things are going to change. That being said, I live in Spanish Harlem, <laughs> and I always say like, I'm, listen, I'm not trying to change anything. I'm just happy to be here. Right. Like I don't want. And they don't want you to change. And I and I sometimes I go to Mike's in Harlem. I'm like, I hope I didn't make it too safe for the white people to come here because there's like now there's like way too many whites. So I'm I'm in my coffee shop that's across the street from me. Right. It's fucking three dollars for a cup of coffee. Now I don't even want to say their name because I don't I don't want them to get upset, but I go in there all the time. I can't believe they raised the price of three dollars. And the other day I had to get up and move because I was sitting at the long communal table and they had a mother's group coming. Oh my white, god. White ladies. It was all white women bre- breastfeeding their baby. Oh my god. And at and that moment Wait, I was like, There's excuse me? there's too many white people in the neighborhood. Fuck these white people. Fuck these Ruining people. my fucking shit. It was like a group breastfeeding? It was 10 white women with they were their babies. All doing it? Like three of them were breastfeeding at once. Jesus. 
Like it's I'm just I'm, weird. I'm dude. sipping my coffee. Like, go back to the pit. Upper East Side. It's yeah. unbelievable. Don't do Spanish Harlem. You, th- you think they would have invited like one Puerto Rican woman from the neighborhood? To be and you know, back in the day, so I, going back to like I work in real estate as well. So I work for Corcoran Real Estate. I'm a real estate agent. I do a whole bunch of different things, whatever. But mm. back in the day, like like the the Ghostbusters time and like those around those movies in the 80s. If you went above 96th Street, that oh, was yeah. that was oh, the hood, dude. It's, yeah, my dad was a copier. He was like, you don't want triple digits. Yeah, you didn't want to go triple digits above 96th Street. It was hood, man. You didn't fuck around. So I used to in work Manhattan. On, I used yes. to work on East 92nd, and I remember 96. We're talking about even a couple that, of years that's ago. The cutoff line. I remember that. I, that was. I, I used to drive in from Jersey, and I had to park on 103rd one time, right. and I was nervous going to get oh, the car wow. at night. And now I live on 109th Street. You're like whatever. Oh, this is so funny. So last night I took a cab home, and I it was late, and uh, the guy was like, I think he was Russian. He had like a that kind of accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And George, nice like older <laughs> yeah. guy. And um, he's like, oh, left co- left corner, right corner by the light. And I said, left side. Huh. And, he, and he goes, um, he goes, is it uh, is it safe now to live in this neighborhood? <laughs> and I go, uh, why? Well, I've been here three years. He goes, but yes, but is it safe? I go, I go. Well, let me tell you this. I go, the coffee shop across the street cost it costs three dollars now. I'd rather be a little less safe and have it cost two dollars for a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. Give me a hood, a hood neighborhood for cheaper coffee. There I'll is, take a crackhead and a dollar off my coffee. Hell yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely, because yeah. you go, you, you buy like a sandwich down here, and it's like fucking fifteen dollars. Where, where I live, you still see the crackheads. I've seen dope fiend lean. I've seen like the you know the bums asking for money, like the hood, like the chick that's selling her ass walking around the street asking me for money. I'm oh, like, that no. girl. <laughs> I had a roommate who was Asian. He got he got hit up by the Similac guy. So the Similac guy. Oh that? my god! Wait, what's that? Oh, you said baby four. Formula. So what? the guys like, they hey, steal it hey brother, it. hey man, like, can you, you know, can you, can you come in and like, re- I think it was like, return this baby formula for me. I'll give you twenty bucks. Oh my god! And so they steal the baby formula, and then this guy, and then my why the fuck, why this baby Asian formula? roommate I had was like, he didn't like. I was like, dude, you just gotta keep fucking walking, you gotta like, keep moving, just dude. keep moving. Do Walk not engage. Him. Do not engage. And he engaged with the guy. Like, oh, I hit him up for no. like forty bucks. See, I engage. I'm I like, an you engager. got robbed, bro. You yeah, got, got robbed. You got robbed. But I, but I, my mom told me she was like, the the city's tough. It'll chew you up and spit you out. And it kind of has for me. You know, I've gone through ups and downs in nine years but even though new york is safer you, living amongst like nine plus million people and and chasing a dream it, it, it is a lot it's, it's a hard. lot but it's there's hard. any chance for anybody to get robbed or held up Hell i, yeah. I Hell got yeah. robbed bro. oh yeah, i got yeah, robbed sure. walking out of a bar at two o'clock in the morning by some 16 year old kid with a with a steak knife that's the scariest kind and of i'm person. like i'm six foot 230 i wrestled in college like i i, I fuck somebody yeah. up but there's still a mindset when someone pulls out a knife and like give me what you got. Yeah, you gotta. You, and I don't have. Ca- I don't have cash any. I don't know when carries cash anymore. No. I mean, I kind of do now because I, I wait tables sometimes. But right. But, but like, yeah. I at the time I was like, dude, I don't have anything here. Like, mm-hmm. and my I remember my dad being like, somebody does that to you, just give him everything. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. my mom said too. Got, yeah, walk yeah. Away. If you, someone has a weapon, dude, it's, it's, it's over. It's better than losing your life. But this 100%. kid, it was like this little kid, and then the kicker was that his friend came up behind him and was like, didn't I tell you to stop robbing people? <laughs> <laughs> And the kid, you can't, amazing. like, you can't see my face, but he did like this eye roll. He was like, Ugh. He's and, and he was like, and then he did like this sympathy play where he was like, "Come on, dude, you don't have any money on you." And I was like, "What the fuck is going oh, on?" Like you heard, I feelings. hate that. And, and he I was, when you that, ruined his day. Oh, I was like, I was like a white chick, bro. I was like, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Your and friend then, sounds like a good and guy. Then, yeah. And then the friend was like, "Dude, just keep it moving. Like, get the fuck out of here." And I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm gonna go home." And then I got angry afterwards, but in the moment dude everyone's a bitch oh, everyone's yeah. a bitch in that well the moment. right move you is get a gun pull bitch. i've had friends that have gun pulled on them not yep. in my neighborhood but like other places no, i've had and, that too, and it's yeah. like i've not like you, i've had that in someone in brandishes areas, someone brandishes a uh-huh. weapon uh-huh you shit your pants yes. you get nervous you yes. get scared that's a natural human nature thing. absolutely that's a, like you <laughs> i never want to see it. i don't know i've gun held in my head I'd uh, that, that should out. happen to me in, in, in yeah it didn't air not to me i didn't get but my friend this is a third hand story but he was in rockland rockland county new york wow. and and, and someone brand a gun, a gun he didn't put it on his head or anything like that but, but pulled it out. he was like hey don't fuck with me and like showed his i, gun. I got mugged was, in elizabeth now see i was gonna say like elizabeth is like what well, it's funny because i was at the testy. time i was commuting i was living in my grandma's house in elizabeth and commuting to the city every day right and my grandmother's she's like don't carry any money on you in new york city it's dangerous Lie. and i literally got off the train in elizabeth and walk was walking and I got mugged by three guys in, a, in like a block from my grandma's wow. house in a neighborhood that used to be run just by. Did you get beat Italians. up at all? Or? No, it, it, was, it, it was kind of funny how it was happening. I was like listening to a podcast. I was like in a daze. I was like, doo, doo, doo. oh, this is like, recent. This was a couple years ago. Wow. And wow. I was walking, and I thought the streets were completely deserted. And you know, my guard is on. I'm in my neighborhood. I didn't right. think anything of it. Right. 
And a guy walks past me, looks me right in the eye, and I go, and he goes, are you scared? I go, oh, no, I just didn't realize anybody was behind me. But he looked nice. Like, he looked okay. Right. Kept walking, and I turn around, there's two more guys behind me. And then I knew. I was like, I know what's going to happen here. So they pinned me to a car, and I didn't, I, I know enough, and I've been around enough guys. Fight. I don't, I go, listen, I got, my wallet is in my left front pocket. They're like, yo, you got an iPhone? I was like, Jeez. no, actually, I have a BlackBerry. And I think it's actually a better product than the iPhone. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> I, like, I ran home. I reached in my pocket. My BlackBerry was still in my pocket. I thought they had oh, stolen oh, yeah, it. They, they didn't even bother oh, to steal bother my BlackBerry. Like, now we got to rob another fucking loser. They're like, we don't need an iPhone. They, they, they were like, dog, BlackBerry? For real? They, they spent my. They took my debit card and they went to McDonald's and spent $70 at McDonald's. That's, that's all. That's, that's all that it. happened. But for a while, I had like rage for a while. Yes. you have. You get rage. I would have afterwards. flashes of rage. Yeah, it's because uh, it, technically it's PTSD. It's yeah, a, it's, a trauma- you, yeah it's, it's a traumatic situation. But I've where never afterwards. actually been in a bad situation in New York. I've always. I mean, I mean, I've I've never like walked around the South Bronx at night. Right. So I've I've avoided trouble. Yeah, but it's it's safer than people. You're great. I love the, But I love the grandmothers and the aunts. Oh and my uncles. god! Yeah. Hold your money in your front pocket. She, she said, "Don't, don't even bring money with you." Don't bring money with you. Put in your sock. Yeah, because yeah, that's because. They remember my nonna. You know, she's been here for. F- they came over from Italy like forty, fifty years ago, or whatever, wow. into the Bronx. They've lived here their whole life. And Arthur Avenue, Arthur, like right around there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, where we yeah, get yeah. our groceries. It's the Italians, very Italian. Yeah. And um, she t- still tells my mom, and, and she she tells my mom, I worry about Alex going on the subway all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. because back then my mom used to have to take snatch the subway it, to go and grab. Yeah, and like the, it was bad up taking the Green Line, taking the four five six, the four five six, all the way uptown, yeah. or yeah. the or the one train. I heard sure. used to be really bad getting up to the Bronx. Well, we, I was just talking to Laz Rivera, who was the last guest on the episode Laz. about Warriors. I was rewatching the Warriors. Oh, Warriors, yeah. And I always laugh because they show the uh, the seventy second Street one stop. Yeah, that, that that's kind of like a building that you go into, yeah. Yeah. and it's like so bad in oh, the seventies, and now, now it's, it's fucking beautiful, it's nice. beautiful, the center <laughs> of Upper West Side. Yeah, right? yeah. And right. they were on like they were headed to Coney Island in that movie, and which like, is like a hellhole. I mean, hell. it's, it's still, still not kind great. Of still not great. Yeah. I've been to Coney Island recently. It's yeah. well, it's it's like Manhattan at the beach. There's too Pretty many much. people. Everybody's on top of each Pretty other. Pretty much. Nathan's yeah. a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. We were um, run up on time, huh? Well, I mean, I, I I'm yeah. I think I think we covered Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right? We did, man. No, this yeah. was this guys. I want to thank you guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, and you swayed Peter. I don't think that happens I, I often. We're that, up to twenty two no, episodes. I'm, I'm open minded. I I like what you I are. I like what I like. I know. Yeah, you're pretty. Stubborn. I know what's great. You'll still go one over two. Ghostbusters oh, one over two. To me, still oh, well, one yeah, is one of the all time great I'm gonna, comedies. I'm gonna walk out here and listen to Bobby Brown's <laughs> on the way to <laughs> Start work. Start dancing. And I guess with and it's on our own, man. You gotta. That's another funny thing about the difference between one and two is like one it's like let's get some like a non-threat let's get a non-threatening black guy to make some music for this and then by <laughs> who two was, who was the Ghostbusters uh, theme Ray by? is it Ray Winston no uh, Ray oh fuck I can't believe who you gonna call that song was a huge hit by the time 1989 it's like yo let's get that hip hop on there right just like a lot of there's just really there's this new rap thing out and Bobby Brown he's one of the you know what though they fucking nailed it because it it doesn't play cheesy no the music somehow it should it has all the elements of being a cheesy because rap back in that day was like you know A, B, C to the one, two, three it kind of was it really was Run run who was that Curtis Blow Curtis Blow basketball is my favorite sport it's like oh, or if you watch uh, Beat Beat Street with like the Beat Street was the '80s movie with the with the rat, uh, with the uh, well, break dancing, break dancing, yeah. and then the not the breaks, Cush uh, something game. Oh man, it was a uh, uh, Crush Groove, Crush Groove. Keith, I Peter is a Keith, fucking encyclopedia. Why did any? Why would anybody accuse you of not speaking black? You you don't know any of the references. <laughs> <laughs> I am white on paper. I know. <laughs> Fuck it. But no, Crush Groove I, I watched recently. That was based off of Def Jam. Oh, okay. Crush yeah. Groove dir- directed by the same director of The Last Dragon, which we did with Kim Boyd. You are the last Love that dragon. Song. Uh, the Ghostbusters <laughs> theme song is by Ray Parker Jr. Okay. Uh, okay. No clue who that is. No he, I, he, I think he was who kind of a, a one-hit wonder. But that song Great. was a huge hit. I'm sure. Yeah. Was that on the radio back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was played all over. That's what I'm saying. Like This I'm movie was, no it was a cultural phenomenon. Cultural phenomenon. That's crazy. That That's such a... That's probably such a huge reason why the movie did so well too. Yeah, like you know, like back then that happened. You'll have a literally the song is about the movie, a fake movie. Right. You don't have that now. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? And even and no. even the, and even I mean, the Bobby Fro- Brown one Frozen is telling like you stuff in the plot. Like too, the, yeah, too yeah. Hot to literally, it's like cold. You call the most buses in and control. 
We didn't even get like we could do a whole other episode just on like the screenplays of these movies and the funny line. Like, we didn't even oh, really yeah. get into phenomenal, the funny lines. Un- unbelievable stuff. No, yeah, we, we should go back to. In he fact, is Lord Vigo. I love that. I dude. just noticed. Side. I just noticed on the way over here. I was. I had one on in the background, and as they're about to face the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, I don't even know how to even remember this line. Bill Murray goes, listen, he's a sailor. He's in New York. If we get him late, everything's going to be okay. Yeah! It's like, that's a throwaway line, that's and it's fucking line. genius. It's not even the 100th most famous line in the movie, and it's fucking nah, genius. It's a true really story funny. about that line. I was in the Navy. I went to the Naval Academy for a couple wow. of years. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but, like, dude, wearing your whites in New York City, you get fucking laid. Yeah. yeah, wearing white that. colors. You mean? Yeah, white, wearing really? the, white the uniform. naval uniform. Naval oh, uniform. wearing your white. I was like, two thousand two, two thousand two Fleet Week. Forget about. Oh, it. I'm sure. Yeah, oh. that that thing about men in uniform. I girls. Think, that, they, her they name was Michelle. Like yeah. I, she was like four years older than me, and just like took my hat, made oh, out me in a bar, that. and took, uh, me home, took me home to her apartment in the village. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what a go. New York moment. A New York moments. I love it. All right. Now this has been great. Keith, I'm so glad we had you on. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, the plug. Well, I mean, I go around. I go around the city. My Instagram is uh keith collins 83 uh you guys can follow me i i again i also do real estate i do comedy um we talked about this before peter multiple streams of revenue you know you, you really want to get it to the point where you're working hard and and pushing yourself and, and all these different things but having a foundation to then pursue your passion and yeah. get on stage and and be you know be in that world i was thinking of this yesterday getting ready for this episode like i this is how i judge uh comedians would I hang out with this guy if we weren't comedians? Right. And you're one of the, like, you and I can actually have a conversation Agreed. about, like, real life. Yeah. And it's because we're both a little older. Like, we've done, we've done different things. We've, we've had life, life experience. Yeah. So you're one of those guys. You know, Laz is one of those guys. There's a lot of guys where I'm like, oh, I would hang out with this guy. Correct. It doesn't, comedy. And I appreciate that. It's yeah, almost like, in, it's almost incidental that we happen to do uh, stand up comedy that we can talk about it. But I, when I'm around comedians, I just like, I'm like, just be a person. Let's yeah. just have a conversation. I don't want to go over your bits with you. I know. I don't. I hate you that. know what I mean? Like I. And I'm not trying to make a bit with. It's like people like you talk to comedians at some clubs, and they're just always trying to like one up each other or be. See, I'm not. I can't help it. I'm just funny. Just chill like, the fuck out. And accident. we're funny by accident. Yeah. And when I think when you recognize that as an individual, you're just fun. I was like, I was always performing for people as just being myself. I was just being funny. So I got to put that on stage. But it's a very different to do so. Yeah. It's very difficult to do so. No, People so you're definitely the guy that like I'm like I appreciate you know, dude. I'd love that we become friends and back. Yeah, I appreciate. And we'll definitely that. have you on again, uh, Alex. You want to? Yeah, it was anything? great meeting you today, Keith. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I um I guess I got a few things I could plug. Um, so we're dev- we had a great aggressively trail comedy show. Right. Uh, thanks to everyone for coming out. We're gonna get a date in March. We don't have that yet, but I'll be plugging that soon. Uh, and then spots, March uh, will do. Okay. Uh, and then February 18th, I'll be at Broadway Comedy Club at nope. 11.30. It's like the late show on Monday. I'm doing but, my first roast battle. Oh! February 17th. Where? At uh, Lucky Jack's, I think. Oh, it's oh, Comedy cool. Fight Club. Comedy Do you know who you're club? going up against? I'm going up against Lynette Valadino. Oh, I just did a show with her. Yeah. She's on, great. On Thursday. She's funny. Yeah, yeah. She, figure, did, she did great. I, I got to figure out how to... I don't I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I have my own bit, so I got to figure out what to say about that. But of course. That'll yeah, be fun. That's going to be... That's awesome. Maybe yeah. I'll come through. Yeah, come um, through. Peter, do you have anything while I look uh, this I have up? a couple things. I'll be uh, at Wisecrackers Allentown this Friday and Saturday, the 15th and 16th, I'm emceeing. And then the following Friday and Saturday, I'll be at Wisecrackers in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Nice. And then the FM bar show in Jersey City, we are also uh, coming up with a, a March date. Would love to come out to Jersey. I'll, I'll yeah. come out just to hang out, man. Yeah, yeah I don't, definitely. You know, That's a great I, that'll show. That would be cool. I, t- I told you off air, I'm like, I thought we were going to shut it the, down. The last one we had like 70 people show I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to keep doing this show. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, I mean, I love it. It's just, it's so much work producing a yeah. show. And it's just like, if I could just show up and just do a spot and not have any of the headaches. Right. And you've done my shows. I do the Comedy Corner Store, which is a, a show that I produce. And I, you know, my last show, like nobody came. So I was like, all right, I got to figure out this thing and rework yeah. it. And it's tough. Producing it's, it's is difficult. So tough, it's man. difficult. But, you know, I think the best part about comedy is that it's something you can always go to and oh, always yeah. do. Yeah. And when I, I, I quit after my first nine months. So I wow. quit because I was working at a bank and I was like, this yeah. is just the pipe dream it's not going to work out and when i came back to it about a year and a half ago i got a shout out uh vince chang and he was part of that broadway love vince Vince. great got me back on stage and and i just said you know what dude i'm not quitting again i just you know and i can you can always take time away from it but it's when you love it and it's a passion you go push for that shit so that's i you know i respect anybody who does that 
Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another great episode of Kill You Last. Keith Collins, thank you so much for coming on. And Appreciate we'll, yeah, thanks, you guys. man. We'll catch you guys Rocking next time. Rocking out. Let's do it. Take Bye. Care. Hey, that was great. That was awesome, that guys. Was awesome. Thanks.